This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. Executive coach Courtney Lynch, who has worked for years with high-level leaders to help them achieve next-level results, says applying some of the leadership training used by the Marine Corps can bring out untapped talent in any organization. And she doesn't mean the stereotypical Marine drill sergeant approach either. She says, we like to call these untapped people sparks. She says sparks are not born, but made, noting that it begins with rethinking how to respond to pressing challenges and deal with fear. Courtney Lynch joins us for this Biz News Podcast. You're talking about spark and not something that starts a fire, literally, but a spark in terms of the people who work for you. Tell us about the concept and why did you arrive at it? Sure. I think we all can recognize that there are sometimes certain people on the teams that we're involved with that really just seem to have a lot of influence and a lot of credibility. And we like to call those people the sparks. They're the doers. They're the change agents. They might not have formal authority in an organization, yet they're the ones we can count on to get it done. And so we wanted to write a leadership book for these individuals, those that really make a difference in their workplaces. Now, when it comes to leadership training, that pretty much is always in the hands of management. Junior managers moving on up or where they hope to. Uh, Are you talking about people who are not in, quote, management, end quote? Absolutely. We're very passionate believers at my company, LeadStar, about leaders at all levels, right? Tying leadership not to power, prestige, or a fancy job title. And those things aren't bad or wrong. Yet instead, we want everyone to realize they have the opportunity to influence and inspire. And this was taken directly from our time in the military, right? Hollywood makes us feel like military leaders, it's all about the brass and the rank. Yet actually the military does a fantastic job of giving everyone leadership development experiences right from the start so that if they do rise in rank and they choose that path, they're well equipped and have been developed for years in the making. And I think the private sector can benefit from developing leaders at all levels, knowing that some will want to raise their hand and seek a promotion, and others will become those great subject matter experts that own their role without title or position. How do you avoid uh, chaos if everybody's got a leadership role? (laughs) Well, you have managers, right? So it's just trying to divest the title of manager and leader. We can have people who are leaders who aren't managers, meaning they take initiative, they focus on strong, credible performance, they're accountable when they make mistakes, they seek to add value through service to others, right? You don't need a title to do those things. And that actually smooths out chaos when individual contributors are focused on those leadership fundamentals. Certainly, you still need managers directing traffic, yet I'd rather lead a team of leaders than uh, have a team that's weighing on me as a manager for every bit of direction. We have used two terms interchangeably, at least I have, and that is manager and leader. But there is a difference, isn't there? There is. I tend to think of you manage things, you lead people, right? And managers have really important roles to play, right? And they might manage budgets or data or equipment or process. Yet leading people is a totally different skill set. 
both management and people leadership skills are very valuable. I think it just gets a little confusing when we blend them together. And I think we can all relate to having worked for a manager who hadn't had a chance to develop their leadership skills. And that's not usually the best situation. When you went into the Marines and you said yeah. you, you never retire from that, as I understand it, uh, what did you find that helped you develop this thought? You know, what I loved is that the Marine Corps gave you plenty of feedback and you had to grow your self-awareness very quickly. Yet what I learned is the more self-aware you are, kind of where your less than best behaviors lie or actually the understanding where your talents are and being able to bring those to the forefront, the better off you're gonna be on growing as a leader. None of us will ever be perfect leaders, right? We're humans, we're fallible creatures, we make mistakes. Yet by understanding how we can commit to betterment on a consistent basis, uh, really opens a lot of doors and opportunities for us, no matter what we desire for the future. Tell us a little bit about your company. What, who are your customers and type and uh, how did you get it started? So we started our business LeadStar about 17 years ago. I know that because we just celebrated a birthday and we take those seriously around here. Uh, and we work around the world with the who's who. We clients include Facebook, Google, Walmart, FedEx, big name folks. Yet we also work for some amazing privately held organizations that while people wouldn't necessarily recognize their name, uh, these are folks that add tremendous value to our communities. So anyone from physician groups to software companies to um, manufacturing enterprises, that's the best part of my work, developing leaders at all levels in organizations, is I get to see inside of so many different organizations and I get to see so many different talented professionals doing their jobs well and sharing candidly when they're stumbling. And that's what's helped me be better at developing other leaders because I work with so many talented professionals. As you were getting your business started, your partner is also a Marine, is that correct? She is, yes. We actually met in the Marine Corps and then just became lifelong friends. And after I pursued a legal career, she per pursued a sales career and ultimately went on to get her MBA. Yet together, we just had complementary skill sets and experiences and a lot of entrepreneurial drive. And so, yes, we started the business together and are still growing it and learning through it and count encountering challenges together uh, all these years later. Who, who had the bright idea for the business, you or your partner? Neither one of us, actually. You know, our first, uh, the first idea came from when we wrote our first book all those years ago, our literary agent said, hey, you know, this is a great book. It would be even better if you were out there in the private sector teaching this material. Have you all ever thought of starting a company? And we knew we were both entrepreneurially oriented Yet we were writing books and trying to figure out what we wanted to do in business and didn't realize we could actually bring the two together uh, until we started to see others doing it and, and got that suggestion from a trusted colleague. So from suggestion to the end of that first year, tell us about that, because that is often <laughs> the toughest for any would-be entrepreneur. I agree, right? And um, I think the key is with us being 17 years in business, you could have 17 first year experiences, or if you're open to growing 
and really focused on facing challenge head on, you get 17 different years and they get richer and better as you go and grow. Yet our first year was difficult, right? There were zero profits at LeadStar. It was all about getting um, ourselves out there and, and earning the trust of prospects so that we could come in and do valuable work for them. We just cycles and cycles and, and, and a lot of innovation. If one thing wasn't working, we would be trying two or three things simultaneously. And I would say that hustle still stays with us all these years later. And sometimes we remind ourselves to go back to that, that early stage mindset because it was so valuable as a catalyst for growth. Now, before we leave your company's profile, tell us where we can get more information about it. Absolutely. You can always learn more about LeadStar at leadstar.us. So L-E-A-D-S-T-A-R dot U-S. And we chose that dot U-S, U.S. Marines, a little bit of hats off to our great nation. Now, when you walk into a company as, a, as their hired consultant uh, and you see some problems, what are the typical problems that you have, you have on your plate when you get there on day one? That's a great question because there are similarities, right? People are people. And while we work in different industries, we have different demands, different goals and metrics and outcomes desired. There are just some universal people challenges. Um, some things we see uh, can be unclear standards, right? People aren't sure what their lane is or what expectations are of them. Sometimes we see cultures where it's become acceptable to place blame, right? People look externally for why problems are caused. Sometimes they blame systems or a process or other people or policy, right? So we're looking at accountability and performance and standards and KPIs and metrics and trying to discern in the culture where great things are happening and then where support's needed. Uh, it's become over time fairly easy for us to see the opportunities to develop, yet we're looking just as much for strengths and, and the secret sauce of an organization too, right? Because our goal as consultants is to immerse ourselves in the culture uh, of the companies we're working with and gradually bring about change at, in ways that enhance who they are, right? So we're not the consultants that try to get people to fit one size uh, fits all type solutions. We're really about understanding and listening and working slowly and deliberately with leaders over time. I do say slowly, yet we also are the types of consultants that wanna put ourselves out of a job. And so we'll have a specific tenure with the client. And then the whole goal is empowering the client to build within, to be able to keep the consistency after we've gone. Now, without revealing the client, can you think of the weirdest problem you guys have had to address? And what was that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's been so many. Well, years. I said the capital W. We've helped, um, we've helped really high profile companies go public. And it's very interesting. Right before a company goes public, everyone's about to get to that cash in point. Um, it can have a huge chill on the culture. I'm talking a year or months and months ahead of that actual IPO. So that's intriguing to see where no one wants to rock the boat, yet the conflict and the rocking of the boat actually led to the great success of the organization. So it's kind of interesting to actually start to try to bring that healthy friction back to a culture or help people have those candid conversations. Um, all kinds of um, family-owned businesses where you have a family member deeply entrenched who might not actually have the skill set and experience, yet the companies have early stage success. So you have to 
work uh, cautiously and um, in a very respectful way to help people see limits so that you can get the right people on the bus for this company's next stage of growth. Um, all kinds of different things, I, and, and I love it. While some themes are there, accountability, credibility, helping people instill a sense of service, the fact patterns do change and they can get somewhat outrageous at times. Uh, would you tell our listeners and viewers the name of your book one more time? Sure. Our book is Spark, How to Lead Yourself and Others to Greater Success. And the thing that's great about Spark is you buy the book, yet it's a leadership development experience. On the website, sparkslead.us, so sparkslead.us, sparkslead.us, there are tons of free handouts, uh, slide decks, videos, certificates if you do a book study, everything you need at your fingertips for free to help you bring leadership into your organization. And so Spark has gone viral because of the digital resources. And I can say they're great resources because they've been made better by the tens and thousands of readers of the book who've given us feedback. So if you want a great crowdsourced, free leadership development experience for your team, start with Spark, how to lead yourself and others to greater success. Sounds almost like an MBA in the waiting, so to speak. <laughs> it is for leadership, right? I love it. What would you like to add, Courtney, we haven't had a chance to talk about? Uh, one thing I'd love to add is that leadership skills are uh, that skill set that ties together the thousands of hours that professionals spend on their education, on their technical training, yet you don't need thousands of hours on leadership. You need an open mind and an ounce of that time that you've already invested getting to where you are today in your career. So I would just like to encourage professionals to spend a little time each quarter, each year, just reflecting on leadership, maybe picking up a book, maybe listening to a great video. Uh, of course, engaging here on the podcast is a great way to just refresh your leadership skills and keep them top of mind. You've been watching the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. Thanks for watching.